0: Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason.
1: live from Gloria Old Studios in Chicago and beyond this is cognitive dissonance every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way we bring critical thinking skepticism and irreverence to any topic that makes the news makes it big or makes us mad it's skeptical it's political and there is no welcome mat this is episode 633 of cognitive dissonance and Cecil yeah Tonight was also the first public January sixth House Select Committee yes. hearing,
0: and we watched it live. So you can watch. I don't know if it's still be there. They might take it down because of a strike or something. But we watched it live on the streams. We did, and so hopefully it's on our tubes. Hopefully it's on the tubes. If you're watching, you can go this to the, the, the tube tubes, channels. You can go maybe see it. I don't know. They and might ding us. I don't know. We're not. We don't monetize those videos, so I don't know why they would ding us or anything. But they might come back and be like, "Hey." We have to take that down or they might put an ad under it. I'm not sure. We usually just get a nasty gram and they're just
1: like, you "You can't monetize it. And we're just like, we don't monetize it. We don't do it anyway. Right. It's
0: it's interesting because the, you know, the couple, a couple of videos got taken down just for their titles in the past.
1: Oh, yeah. Just because of the titles.
0: Yeah. We'd have changed our title. I'm sure the content is going to get flagged somehow and they'll probably put some sort of monetization over it, but I, hopefully it stays. So
1: I wonder because like it's congressional hearings. I wonder how much that can be anyone's property.
0: Yeah. I mean, cause it wasn't like, it's their camera. You yeah. Right. Mean? <laughs> like, and it's their commentary it's their, in between. Yeah. I We didn't play that. So we didn't. Yeah. So, so we'll see. Fingers yeah. crossed. If you're interested and it's still there, check it out. Yeah.
1: So uh, the, the tonight's committee hearing really was a, the way the way I thought about it is it's really a prologue, right? So there's a longer narrative. And what they're setting out in the prologue here, they're establishing a cast of characters. They're yes, creating yeah. really the outline that they are going to set out to prove yeah. throughout the course of the next yeah. several meetings and hearings that are all going to be aired publicly. And yeah. this included in uh, interviewing guests. So they had not guests, yeah. but fuck, it, you're not a guest yeah. when you're testifying. Well, that's how uh, Trump treats it, though. Right, yeah. Like, I don't want to be your guest. <laughs> that's true. I decline your invitation. I decl- I'm not going. I have
2: other... <laughs> i made S-S-S- other e- <S-S-> arrangements. No. no. Uh,
0: <laughs> regrets. <laughs> um, they spent the first hour, though. Yeah. Almost the first hour, just two uh, representatives talking.
1: Yeah. So, Representative uh, Benny
0: Thompson, Thompson and Representative
1: Liz, Liz Cheney. Um, yeah. Thompson went first. And, I mean, they they really did not pull any punches in terms of their language. No,
0: they were talking. So Thompson, uh, he was talking about specifically how it relates to white supremacy. He was talking how it mirrors that. He's from Mississippi and he's like, literally mirrors white supremacist gatherings. That's exactly what I saw. And you know that talks about the white supremacist nature of our country. I think, and absolutely. Subtext. Yep. That's critical race theory, guys. I'm just letting you know. There's a little critical race theory that they weaved into this. Oh. While Liz Cheney. Stood what about there, the children? <laughs> uh, then Liz Cheney. They used very strong language, though. They used language that was essentially, you know, talking talking about sedition, talking about treason, talking. I mean, these are these are. There's yeah. language there. I want to say like like there was like four or five things that they said. They said um, sedition, conspiracy, and attempted coup, they specifically also kept on bringing up the Constitution.
1: They did. And they, you know, they made a point of creating a timeline that establishes well prior to January 6th that President Trump was pushing a narrative he knew to be demonstrably false and that he fanned the yeah. flames of that as he yeah. continues to do so. And the
0: fan of the flames was a lot of that piece. They right. kept showing tweets and, and pieces of his speech and all these other portions of his communication and the people around him's communication and how people reacted to that communication.
1: And the the defense that he has always made and that his sycophantic fucking lapdogs have always made is look, this was an illegitimate election. So we were trying whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. But he knew that it was not an illegitimate election. They were laying this out in, in clear and unequivocal detail. You know, they, at one point they've got bill Barr saying, look, I told this fucker, you know, on like November, whatever the fuck, and then December, the whatever mother, you know, that this was bullshit, that there was nothing to these claims. They have multiple people. They even have Ivanka Trump. Yeah. Ivanka Trump saying, yeah, well, you know, when I heard from Bill Barr that, you know, this was all bullshit, I believed it was all
0: bullshit. And he didn't say that after January 6th.
1: No, this was all. And that's the point is that they're establishing this timeline that For two months. Bill Barr was out before Christmas. Right. December 23rd. For two months, many, 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 many people were telling every, basically every reliable narrator within the West Wing sphere of influence was telling the Trump, President Trump at the time that this was bullshit, that there was no election fraud. Right. So it is, but the whole time he's telling a different story, yeah. and he's he's firing and replacing people. He's moving through attorneys yeah. general like he's fucking, like he's just, like he's got a stack of them.
0: Yeah, like he's got a stack absolutely. of them. absolutely. And 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 they showed specifically that he kept on trying to push a narrative, and every attorney general that refused him, he he either got rid of or tried to say he was going to replace with somebody right.
1: else. I mean, like Barr quit. Barr was like, "Look, I told him this was bullshit." Barr is a monstrous human being. He's an like, awful person. He's a horrible right-wing piece of shit. And he was, and even he reached a limit. Yeah. And then fucking Rosen reached a limit, the replacement for Barr. And then he was going to replace him with that Clark guy who's it's just like a, a
0: fucking environmental it's like, lawyer. It's like in a, a, a Department of Energy or something weird. Well, yeah. yeah, he's an environmental guy. And you're like, what the fuck? It's just,
1: it's so obvious that the entire organization was structured around an illegitimate attempt to overthrow what they all knew was a legitimate election. They knew it was a legitimate election.
0: Everybody knew it. And and they all knew it. And the only thing was, is that Trump just wanted a different answer. He kept asking the same question, wanting a different answer from someone, and no one would give him that answer. And what he finally got was a bunch of people storming the Capitol, people dying because of him. I mean, like, like this is the, and the footage that they showed in this, it, you know, go watch this stream. It's tough to watch. It's tough to watch. It's it like, is. I mean, these people are getting thrown around, people getting knocked out. There's people like literally attacking police officers, pulling them down, trying to drag them into the crowd. I yeah. mean, like these people are, these people are, they're trying to hurt people. And you listen to our commentaries, you look through, none of that stuff was even possible during any of the BLM marches because it it, it just literally, there there was so many police officers to protesters. That there was no chance that they could, they couldn't, there, there was yeah. no way that they could do anything like yep. that. And the and the police
1: were far more willing to use absolutely violence Hurt people yeah. than they were here. They, the police, the police for January 6th were woefully, and they said they're gonna talk about this and why this happened, why they were they one of the things they said when they laid out the case of what they will talk about is why the police presence, why the security yeah. presence was not strong. What one of the things they also show um in great detail is that the president. Uh, at the time, completely abdicated his responsibility yeah. during that moment of constitutional crisis. He, sat in the uh, he did nothing.
0: Room. He sat in the dining room watching TV. He didn't and do anything.
1: Vice President Pence had to be the one who called in yeah. reinforcements and the National Guard, etc. Because, and then they had to say, like, okay, well now we have to spin this. We have to change the narrative. Yeah. We got to spin this to make it look like actual leadership occurred yeah. from the top and not from fucking Pence. There's that There is a mountain of evidence, and the wonderful thing is, is that we see something I we're joking about on the stream.
0: These dumb motherfuckers document they everything. They took pictures. They they sent texts. They used all their little channels of all their little. They're on groups. podcasts. They're on podcasts. They're, they're, there's a documentary guy. One of the one of the people who they interviewed was a documentary guy. Who just got in with them and filmed the shit out of them? and there's they used they used all their footage. You could see it. it's it's really it's a really interesting watch. So if you get a chance, check it out and uh, and we we definitely want you to go see it and pay attention to this because hopefully they were saying it's going to be done by September, fingers crossed that it happens, and that something happens from it.
1: yeah. I mean, it's funny, man, because this is like this is like a selfie insurrection. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's 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 filmed
0: it's It is, man. Yeah. It's
1: it's like there's this like level of personal self-aggrandizement and like personal branding that yeah. goes into this this weird moment that we are at in history right now. So there's a mountain of dipshittery yeah. evidence. Yeah. of these guys going, oh here, well, here I am, ready to fuck shit up, and I'm gonna, f- and here's why I done fuck shit up. And then they're and afterwards
0: like, recording. that was great when I fucked shit up. And then later they're like, I didn't mean to fuck shit up. I'm sorry. And but the you'll be surprised because they'll show that like underneath these people. They show their fucking, the time they got. Like, a, yeah, three I mean, years like probation. A couple, couple months probation. Like Get whatever. the fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> I have to laugh.
0: <laughs> because I have often
2: finesse myself.
3: By my foe, my enemy is an animal. And in order
2: to conquer him, I have to think like an animal. Whenever possible,
0: to look like
1: one. So this first story comes from Crooks and Liars. Laura Ingram admits Fox News doesn't care about the
0: news. You watch that stream with us talking about it, but you couldn't watch it on Fox News because yeah. they
1: didn't show it. They did not. Every other major news outlet, every other major news outlet covered it. Yeah. All not of bored. them
0: ran this live. But Fox News, which is their biggest flagship, right? Like so the Fox yeah. News Fox News, Fox is, news is, the... is the thing that gets the most watched. Yep. So the people who watch. People who watch Fox News—that's their largest viewership—and uh, yeah, they—I mean, you're talking about you're talking about all the people that are sitting and watching Tucker Carlson, all those people that are ready for whatever—they're not—they they're not, they, not going to get this because they decided that they didn't want to show this, that this wasn't technically newsworthy.
1: Yeah. So here's what Laura Ingram said. I think I want to use her exact words because I think it's telling. She said. Stephen, what do you think this is going to be prime time? They're all upset that Fox isn't covering it live. We actually do something called cater to our audience. Our audience knows what this is. We'll cover it. So she's lying here, and it's important to call out the yeah. lie, right? She's saying we're catering to an audience. What she's saying is like, look, our audience doesn't want us to play it live. They want they want something else. That's bullshit. What Fox does is not cater to an audience. What Fox does is sculpt an audience. That's exactly it. They create and form and mold an audience. And we know that they are not a reliable news channel because as a result of the January 6th stuff, we know how many news anchors, Hannity reaching out to Mark Meadows one-on-one. Here's the fourth estate reaching into yeah. Mark Meadows directly yeah, man. and saying, here's what I advise you to do. This is a talking it. points, man. right? Exactly. There is a parasitic symbiosis which exists between Fox News and the Republican Party and the Republican establishment. And they do not present the news. They don't show the news. They don't even slant the news. What they do is they create a story.
0: Yeah. They They shape shape it. it. They shape shape the Republican Party for the United States. That's what they do. And they've been doing it for a long time. It was interesting when I read this because what I remember is during Trump's uh, Trump's tenure in office, I remember that there were a few people on staff, especially in the beginning, mm-hmm. that were not toeing that line. They were right. like they were critical of Trump, critical of what he was doing. Right? They're critical, yep. and uh, a couple of those people left. A couple of them got fired. A couple of them moved on. Some of them moved on to Newsmax, even right because right. they they were even too far right for for Fox. Fox. But some of these people got they they got moved on, and I and I started thinking, I'm like, oh, there just isn't anybody there anymore. Yeah, and I think right. that might be it. There's just not a, there anybody there to like to even talk about this or to to do anything with this because the person in this slot because they showed it at it's, it's prime time. This is seven o'clock central. Right, eight o'clock Eastern. This is prime time, prime time TV. They showed this tonight and what are they going to do? They're not going to bump Tucker. No, right. You know what I mean, you're not going to yeah. bump Tucker No, nope. Tucker's not going to talk about it. And so they just well, get, or, or Laura Ingram, if she's on the seven and he's on at eight. Yeah.
1: Well, the thing is too, that if they, if they don't show it live, then what they get to do is they get to clip it. Yep. They get to excerpt it Absolutely. and they get to present it with commentary yep. stripped of the full sure. context of it. Sure. So if, if you are shaping that right wing narrative, you don't want to allow your viewers to see something live and then chase it after the fact. Got to constantly, you got to run right. it down. You, th- th- and that's why she's like, "We'll cover it." Yeah. yeah. Well, of course you'll cover yeah. it because everybody's what you'll gonna do,
0: cover it. Yeah.
1: But you're not gonna show it.
0: Yeah. And that's important. Yeah. And showing the, it, like you say, without context, is hyper important. Yeah. Because you know, you watch the whole thing, you can you can get your own opinion on it. And and it's not that the senators or the pardon me, they're 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 representatives, they're not senators. It's not that the Congress people that are talking. Don't have a viewpoint. Oh, absolutely! And you can absolutely hear their viewpoint when they talk. Yeah. Um. They both think he's a he's a seditious conspiracy. He he created a seditious conspiracy to try to uh, stop the 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 handing over of political power in the country. Yeah. And I mean, they 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 basically laid it out for two straight hours. So they have their own viewpoint but you're right they got to chase it constantly and they don't want to chase they it don't chase They don't want to chase that They want to present what they can and then they want to present it with uh Liz Cheney not being as republican as she could. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? They want to they want to talk about how this guy is uh, you know, the 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 the, the guy who did it. they're going to talk about this guy is like, "Oh, he's a he's a, you know, C- a CRT guy or something." You know, they're going to do right. something to try yeah. to discredit him so that people will not Believe what he has to say, or believe his words, or take what he has to say seriously. They'll say he's yep. clearly partisan. You,
1: you, you've got to, you've got to maybe step back if you have any honesty at all. You've got to step back and say, in order for me to believe this now, what what I'm required to believe is that. Mike Pence is not Republican enough. Yeah, right. He's a rhino. All yeah. of a sudden, he's a Little rhino. Bars, I, on on January fourth, he was not a rhino. Yeah. January sixth, he's a rhino.
0: They loved him the, all the way up until
1: all the way up until yeah. the penultimate moment, right? And then so, and then Liz Cheney, a fucking Cheney, is not a Republican. I know. And Mitt Romney is not a Republican. He was. You guys would have fucking came on his fucking face if, if had he won. had won. If he'd have won, you know, get the fuck out. But he's not Republican enough. And then. Who's the fucking guy that died? McCain, not Republican anymore. No, and then yeah. Michael Flynn, his fucking uh, attorney for twenty some fucking years or whatever. He's not Republican. He's he's a trait. The number of people in your world that Bill Barr that you have to just say I loved him now I hate him. Oh, I loved him now he's now he's the worst. You've uh, the holy shit, guys!
0: All this for one man? Yeah, and it's all his. All choice. this for one guy? I mean, it's all his choice, right? It's it's never it's never that that he's that they're bad. It's that. I don't like him anymore, mm-hmm. and so therefore, and the one guy doesn't like him anymore, and that's enough that's for it. everybody. That's, that's enough it. for everybody. Think about what you just think about what you're doing. Just yeah. think about what you're doing for ten seconds. Imagine like, I'm literally hanging on the whim of one man.
1: That's it. Yeah, this is like if the fucking most popular girl in school turned yeah. on the other two popular this girls. and then, girl, right. girls. Yeah, it's literally a plot of a movie. It's so funny because Trump even says, "And if Mike Pence doesn't
0: do it, I'm going to be very disappointed." Yeah. In other words. He will be a traitor to me. He will lose my favor. Right. And if you lose Trump's favor, that's a big deal. Then, yeah, you're gone. You're gone.
4: Hey, where's the bar? Let's have some drinks here. See what's going on for crying out loud. (laughs) Hey, waiter, here. This is for you, all right? Oh, Captain Hook. How about the grand you owe me, huh? Ah, forget about it. I'm just kidding, all right? (laughs) Oh, this is your wife. Oh, a lovely lady. Hey, baby. You're all right. You must have been something before electricity, huh?
1: Uh -huh. (laughs) This story comes from CNN. This just came out today. This is from this afternoon. Uh, FBI arrests Michigan gubernatorial candidate on charges (laughs) related to involvement in January
0: 6th, Ryan. This is for the people who are watching. You can't really, is that really the same guy He's wearing glasses?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is that really the same guy? uh, This is for uh, the people
0: watching. You have to go check this story out if you're listening to this. You have to go check it out. Because the video still that they have, it's 100% him. He's just wearing dark glasses and a baseball cap in reverse. That's There's
1: no... That's not you. Yeah. Although I will say too that in his like... In his I'm going to be governor or whatever outfit, his his fucking... Jacket is so red. He looks like a fucking valet at a country. club. He really
0: club. does. He looks like he's wearing, he looks like he went into a place that required jackets yes. and he's and he's borrowing one for the evening. So
1: this place requires a jacket. Would you like to borrow one? <laughs> like and then, borrow then you get this fucking super yeah.
0: red jacket. Attack the, of the killer tomatoes yeah, jacket. Right. It's yeah. a shame jacket. Yeah, it really it's a is. shame coat. It really is. So he got arrested. You know, and here's the thing: like, like we were talking earlier before, and we were wondering, and Tom, you said. You're not even sure that this is going to hurt his chances. I, I, part of me wonders. I mean, I've we've spent some time in Michigan, man. Yeah. Like,
1: like, Michigan has. If you're a fucking right winger in Michigan, I mean, that's pretty like that's bonkers. Like, yeah. Michigan is full of like militia lunatic, crazy people. Yeah. And I, I, I wonder if to some degree this won't give him credibility. I wonder. I, I do wonder that if we've lost our fucking soul so bad that engaging in this kind of shit because I'll tell you what didn't happen, man. This isn't Watergate. Yeah. Man, yeah. Watergate, like they have a bunch of people snuck around the fucking Watergate hotel with some fucking flashlights trying to dig up dirt and like it was a scandal and everybody resigned in disgrace and it ruined their careers and here... I it, I don't think it's gonna matter. No. no, I think you can storm the fucking castle like it's
0: motherfucking Princess Bride, and it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. matter. It doesn't matter. You could you could be one of those guys who takes your shield and smashes a a window, right? And it doesn't matter. You oh, probation. And, sorry, uh, you got probation. And this guy here, he's he got a like that. Like this guy got a misdemeanor, and that's the thing is we're talking about. You know, let me just double check here real quick. It doesn't say, but I thought. It doesn't say in the story, but I thought I saw earlier that it was just a misdemeanor, and he's already been released on bond and stuff. So it's not like it's a violent felony. Because right. a violent felony, you, you know, you would expect a lot of bond or something like that. Right. You know, it's not like he's going to go run away. He's running for governor. I mean, I <laughs> <imagine>. <laughs> he's running. He's running. That's for sure. But you know, this this is this is exactly this is exactly what you're saying though. Is that is that the people who will vote for him don't care anyway. Yeah, they we're well, going to vote for him in the and, They might think this is great. Yeah, they don't they were going to vote for him either they were going to vote for him anyway or they this is actually going to bolster their because they're like he's a guy who's ready to stand up yep. stand up to this evil system that we're in or whatever.
1: This is a guy who got uh popular or, or or achieved some level of political success protesting standing in front of civil war statues, protesting covid restrictions. Yeah.
0: I mean He's catering to fucking nutjobs. Yeah, hopefully, I know that their governor up there is has had a, a tough go, you know, because of the the plot to kidnap, her, Yeah, Whitmer. All the other stuff that's been going on and the, the, the president coming right out and like essentially threatening her. I mean, you know, like we're talking oh, I know. about earlier. We're talking about earlier about these tweets that he said that like you can't read any other way to be like, oh, that's uh, like in some soft way. You read it and right. you immediately think, this is a. This is absolutely. There. I don't know how you look at this and don't think he's trying to command the crowd to do what he wants. You know, Hundred percent. And you listen to it and you read it, but he did the same thing with these. Just nobody's prosecuting him for it. Right. You know. That's
1: exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. This is the, this this kind of like, soft strong language. Yeah. That he uses yeah. is that it's that stand by and stand back instead of stand down. It's close enough. Yeah. The thing is like. There, there's a there's a there's a there's this weird and I, I hesitate to use this term because I don't think he's actually that artful, but there's this weird art to this sort of strong yeah. soft language where he says everything he means to say without saying anything at all. It's 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 couched in this word salad yeah. of ambiguity, but it has the tone. Yeah. So like one thing Trump has been good at or has always been good at is striking a tone and then confusing all of that in this fucking jumble fuck word salad of ambiguous, ambiguous bullshit. Yeah. And you're like, at the end of it, you know exactly
0: what he meant, but he didn't say anything. It's crazy because, you know, it it makes it seem like he, like you said, is artful. And I just, it's it's like my brain short circuits when you say that. Yeah, I, think, I know. No, that's not possible. I think he's just, I think he's just fucking exceedingly lucky. I do too. I think he just is lucky in his language and he's lucky in what he says and it causes people to do. I also think he has a pull over people that they understand his meaning, whether he makes it or not.
1: Well, that's the thing is that by saying enough shit, yeah, and because his his rallies, his speeches, they ramble on for excessive amounts of time. People get bored. Yeah, they people just wander away.
0: Wander away. They're at their fire on their phones in the yep. background. They yep. don't care what he's. But saying. But if
1: you're if you're one of the fucking true believer diehards, you can find buried in his fucking ramblings about hairspray and dishwashers. Yeah. You can find whatever message you want yeah, buried in there. No a stra- dumbass, right? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It is.
4: I was born to love you. I was born to lick your face. I was born to rub you,
1: but you were born to rub me first. Man, there's a bunch of shit I got to read from this. This is from Media Matters. Turning Point USA conference for young women leaders suggests their role is to
0: get married and have babies. Yeah. So. The, the, my, my favorite part of this yeah. is that Charlie Kirk came to mansplain what being a young woman is. To oh my women. God. Thank That's you. That's my favorite yes. part of this whole thing, is that Charlie Kirk, Charlie Kirk had space on the stage every single day. He was on stage every uh, uh, day. And he's from talking at the Point young USA women leaders Conference. with his shrinking face, <laughs> really weird face. And he is that dude is like on stage every day to be like, okay, young ladies. Here's how you get to be a a very good young lady. Yep. Yeah. But like, weirdly, this is like a,
2: uh,
1: on the right, this works. This works. I don't know what the fuck. There's a, there's a, there's a, um, a go back in time narrative that, yeah. and, uh, And there's a certain element of the female leadership and the female voting block on the right that seems hungry for this kind of message. Yeah. Because it's working. Yeah. We know they're hungry for it because they've been saying it for a long time and it's working. Sure. So, you know, I don't think I'm I'm off base here. But the message is so fucking radically misogynist. Yeah. And it is so radically patriarchal and so blatantly so. And they barely even anymore couch it in terms of like family values or whatever. Now, I mean, like... Just got to read some of the stuff that they said in this in this fucking thing. Alex Clark, the right-wing influencer and face of TPUSA's efforts to recruit young women through cutesy, girly lifestyle content, was YWLS's first speaker. She kicked off day one with a reference to Taylor Swift's Look What You Made Me Do, saying, I'm sorry, the old conservative movement can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because it's dead. Before making her grand entrance replete with smoke machines in a glittery background. So very, like like girl boss kind sure, of stuff, yeah, right? Absolutely, yeah. During her speech, she said the theme of the conference was pretty fed up because we are pretty, but we are pissed off. She promised that the biggest, baddest voices in the conservative movement were on the conference's lineup and might actually have some advice for you on how to find your dude-servative. So like the message is like, here we are. We are women. Hear us roar. Also, here's how to find a husband. Yeah. And those messages are are, are completely at odds with one another, right? I mean like what the fuck does finding your dude servative have to do with using your political power as as a as a woman or having or being pretty but pissed like what the fuck is that all about well, it's it's about you know creating and buying into this fucking patriarchal narrative sure, that a woman's sure. role is first and foremost to find a man and to get fucking married.
2: Yeah. And so that's have,
0: really what you're for. And to have kids. I and to have babies. Part of this, it says, and every woman, yep. this is from another person said this, that every woman has not only the capability, but also the calling to yes. be a mother. Yep. And that's a quote. And it's like, okay, well, if that's the case, why are we even mentioning it? If they all have that calling, it's literally unspoken. You don't right. even have to mention. You don't have to try right. to convince people. That's true. From stage, right. if it's literally the calling of every woman. Right. To be a mother, then no, like that's it. It's but, like it's like you talk about how blue the fucking sky right. is. Yeah. Nobody cares, man. Right. But instead, you're trying to convince everybody. You're that's trying exactly to convince right. them mm-hmm. that that's what they have to do. Yep. It's like what the fuck, man. Like man, I talked. So funny because I talked to my wife the other day. We're talking about having kids. You know, years ago when we were first married and we didn't know if we were gonna have kids or not. And I asked her, I said, did you ever have any kind of motherly, you know, did you ever think you went? And she's like, not for a fucking single second of my life <laughs> have I ever thought I wanted to be a mother. Yeah. Not for a second yeah. of my life. She actually like grew up resenting how her mother made her watch her sister. Sure. And she didn't want to fucking, she didn't want to like have a little kid. Right. She didn't want that. And like, like there's a lot of people in the world right now that are child free yep. that don't want, that don't want to have children. But they want to push this narrative. And this narrative is essentially go stop being in the workplace and start making babies.
1: Yep, absolutely, man. And we we've talked about it before. It's it's self-evident why they want to do it, right? They they and the I'm gonna read one other quick quote and we'll come back to that. But um, she says Clark was followed by TPUSA founder Charlie Kirk, who you yeah. mentioned before, who took to the stage and said, if you want to go meet conservative men that have their act together that aren't like woke beta men, like start a turning point USA chapter, you'll meet lots of them. the The, the whole narrative here has nothing to do with real female empowerment, right with with achieving any kind of uh, educational parity, financial equality, um, political power. All of these underlying narratives are narratives that make women Second class citizens to men. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if, and it's not because somebody is a, a wife that they're a second class citizen. I'm not trying to suggest that. And it's not because somebody has children that they're a second sure. class citizen. It's that when they buy into a narrative that by and large says, this is what you're for, that what you are for, because I'll tell you what doesn't happen at conferences full of male leaders. Nobody tells us how to go out and like, who to be? How to be attractive to women? Yeah. Who to go out and like? Hey, you know what? Maybe start your fucking organization. You'll meet like girls. Maybe father, children. Nobody talks about that shit. Nobody ever talks about that shit. When I go to like fucking business conferences and shit, they don't talk. About nobody's it, talking about this. They don't stuff. talk
0: about this if, if there's not a woman audience, right? Yeah, Talking Point USA. It's exactly
1: right. Yeah, they, this is this is only a talking point for women. Because the, the what they're trying to do is sell women an idea of a traditional, quote unquote, family. Yeah. But what they really mean by that is a family where the man is in charge. Women are moved out of the workforce for nine months to several years at the very least. And it's all
0: it's all fucking self-evident power structure bullshit. Yeah. It's get back in the kitchen. Let it me is. do the thinking, huh? Right. Let me do the thinking. Right. And. And they talk about this. That it's interesting that they're bringing all this stuff up, this birthing sort of like push and all that. And it's all on the heels too of this new leaked document from the Supreme Court that talks about taking away women's rights. Oh yeah, you know. And it's 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 like they're it's like you're yeah. in a trash compactor. It's a, yep. on Both sides. It's a flanking maneuver, sides. man. It's a fucking sides. flanking maneuver. And and they're and this is this is one of those things though that that. You watch it from the outside and you get disgusted, but these people eat it up over yep, there. They absolutely, eat it up. They're that's a boss bitch on the stage right now. Yep, right. And, yeah. Right. Yeah, she's telling you
1: what's up. Yes. You know, it's it's you know what it feels like? It feels like the same kind of fucking bullshit liar boss babe nonsense that the MLM people use to sell women on dreams that are never going to come true. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. When those fuckers stand up in front of the fucking crowds, because it's almost all women, the crowd's full of women and tell them they can be their own boss and sell their fucking Lululemon or whatever the fuck it is. And all the time they know none of you people are going to make it. I'm taking all your money. None of this actually works. All of it is a way to manipulate women into a certain narrative that they are um, being sold in order to disempower, disenfranchise and steal from them. Is that's Lula what Lemon this is for, Lulu Row. Maybe okay. it's Lulu am Like
0: Lulu Lemon's, like a like a Lulu Lemon is
1: Lola Pants. There's yeah. one of them that's Lulu Row or whatever. You're gonna is get the an email. One. I know. You're
0: gonna get an email, Tom. I know. you the wrong thing. God damn it! You're gonna, you're gonna be like, I like my Lulu. I, I, I was trying to think of another MLM, <laughs> but well, I just whatever DeVos did. What was that? Amway or something? Amway. Yeah. But whatever. But there that was
1: is. that. I watched that documentary about the pants one. That was like Lulu Row, I think it was. And then what's that fucking herbal? Herbal Life. Herbal Life. I almost said Herbal Essences, but that's that orgasm shampoo. That's
0: a shampoo. Yeah. Yeah. That's (laughs) That's different. That's different. Yeah, that's stuff that makes you squirt in the shower. (laughs) Hey, no cleanup. No, it's easy. That's great. Done and done. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) So it's where you got to do it. (laughs) I'll play.
3: You shouldn't want that scholarship, do you? I guess I don't. I guess you don't. I guess you don't.
1: Mm. Fucking hell, I loved this story.
0: So the other day, I was, I was at work and I work in higher ed. And um, for a while, maybe, I don't know, maybe two years, and this was, you know, maybe several years ago, Milo Yiannopoulos is pretty, pretty well-known yeah. in the higher ed yeah. circuit. And I was sitting there talking to a couple other people, you know, just having a conversation with some people at, at a table. And we were talking and someone brought up Milo Yiannopoulos. And I had said, "Oh, you guys know what he's doing now," and they said that nobody had any idea. And I said, "Oh, he prayed the gay away. and he's on one of these televangelist shows," and and they were all just their jaws jumping. <laughs> like, Are you serious? And I was like, "Yeah." And he's not gay anymore. He's not a. I mean, he's was, was just as crazy as a Republican. He just found a new grift, right? And they, were, they none of them knew it. Not a single one of them knew it. He had hit that higher ed circuit, right? Yeah. And they and they all knew who they he all was knew who then. he was then. Yeah. But once he lost that. Nobody, everybody forgot about him, man. And that's why he's doing this because he's not fucking relevant. Yeah, that's exactly, uh, dude, this and, is and delicious. Go ahead. I, didn't, I didn't read no, the, it's the, great. the title, but go ahead. It's from the
1: Hill. Milo Yiannopoulos is an intern for Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. And I thought when I read intern for Marjorie Taylor Greene, <laughs> I thought, what's the worst lowest job I've ever had?
0: What do you have to do for her, her burpees? Like, what, do you do? <laughs> what do you do? You got to her you do her birthday burpees. Got to do her birthday burpees. What do you do for her?
1: I there's, I cannot think of a way to sink lower than being an
0: intern for Marjorie Taylor Greene. For real, you got to spell for check real. the fuck out of her speeches, though. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you do not want to have a peach tree dish oh. or a gazpacho police. <laughs> Her you know, previous the previous intern was fascinated with food. <laughs> fascinated. I like I would
1: rather clean sewers. Yeah. With my fucking toothbrush. Absolutely, I would than rather be an
0: intern for Marjorie Taylor Greene. I would rather be a fluffer for the UFC. <laughs> like have to fight dudes before they get in the yes. ring. I'd Which, rather, I'd rather have that job. My job is to be opponent. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather be that guy who gets knocked out
1: six times a day. I'd you know how that, that guy's guy. record is thirty-seven yeah. wins and three losses. Yeah. I'm thirty-six I'm
0: the, of those I'm, wins. Yeah, I'm the fluffer. <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah. you know this tells you. If you had, and I know you didn't, I know nobody did, but if you had any thoughts that Marjorie Taylor Greene was a serious person, <laughs> a serious person who cared about what she was doing and was trying to foster that and the people that were interning for or whatever, she didn't hire this guy for that. She hired him for the lols. She right. hired him because he has that, he has still has some of that hatred uh, group that's around him, right. that hate group that's around him. And she hired him because he's a provocateur. Yep. And that's what she is. That's what she is. Yep. That's all she wants to be. And yep. she can learn to be a better provocateur from him.
1: Yeah, they, this there was like a weird provocateur mating call yeah. that they went out Absolutely. and fucking tweeted at each other yeah. or whatever. No, yeah, they can't hate they're both hate on dance. Twitter. No, oh, they, they are? Can't. They're both off Twitter. They You're
0: right. To, yeah, they have to like They have to tweet. They have to telegram it or whatever. They have to analog tweet, which is, I guess, you have to let a bird out (laughs) and it flies to (laughs) somewhere else.
1: I couldn't love this more. How fucking desperate is Milo at this point? Yeah. How, like you said, he's not relevant, but, and he's not, but also like, how fucking sickly desperate is this motherfucker for even the slightest single lumen yeah. of a spotlight for one single illuminating candle yeah. to be trained in his general irrelevant fucking direction as he dies in the goddamn darkness, <laughs> you stupid lying piece of garbage yeah. I love that nobody knows what's happening with him anymore yeah.
0: I love, love that people I forgot I love about it yes. and, 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 it's delicious and this is is what this is what she's doing though. She's doing it because she knows that it's going to tweak people. Yeah, it's going to be. She's trying to own the libs, right? And so what she's doing is she's going to finding all the people that that are genuinely shitty, terrible people that were taken off of Twitter and stuff. I mean, like like this guy was removed from Facebook, Tom, because he had said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna read a quote." Oh Dude, my this god! Is, this I is know. from Milo. This is why he was taken off Facebook. Mm. The former Breitbart journalist posted on Facebook Friday that attacks. In Christchurch happened, quote, because this is the New Zealand Christchurch that killed fifty people in a mosque or or something like that, fifty-four. It said Christchurch happened, quote, because the establishment panders to and Molly Coddle's extremist leftism and the barbaric alien religious cultures. End quote. Blamed it on it. May basically said like, what the fuck were those people wearing? Yeah, right. And then they ban him. They're like, no, you can't say that. You're an awful shitty person. Goodbye. And then, and that's why she wants, that's why she wants yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. She wants okay. it because people were upset enough to report his page enough. That's it.
1: You're exactly right. She wants all the people that have been kicked off of their various platforms, yeah. right? So she can say like, I'm the party of D. De- I'm the platform for the D de- platform. Yep, yep. And you know, Milo was kicked off of fucking Twitter for tweeting in support of pedophilia.
0: He's tweeted in support of pedophilia, and he no, I think he wasn't he kicked off because he led a brigade against like a black woman. I'm I'm pretty sure that he defended. He did defend pedophilia, pedophilia, he and that's did. why he got kicked off. I don't think that's why he got. Are kicked you serious? Off. I think I think he Holy was on Twitter by that point. Actually, oh double my check. god, I
1: thought that's. Let me what just, did look, man. I'll just look, nah, you're I'm probably right because right, the world is.
0: Oh god! Holy shit! Yeah, and I'm right. I'm Holy right. shit, was that man. woman who was in Ghostbusters. Which she, means the pedophilia the shit. Pedophilia came out afterwards. After. And it, was, and it was him talking about how pedophilia was kind of okay. Right. That's actually what sank him in a lot of people's, like even the conservatives. Even, where, so after. Even the conservatives jumped shit okay. from him. That's why he lost everybody. Oh my God. Because they didn't even, the people that I was talking to, they didn't even hear about that shit.
1: They're, it's so funny that like it's, it, 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 with a guy this reprehensible, He's a fucking Sargon, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, how is this any no, different than the fucking Sargon? He's Sargons. not as smart
0: as Sargon. Sargon right. knows what to, to say to to not edge that get. Line to, he can he can put his he puts his foot across that line sometimes. Right, but he's never done anything. I think. I mean, he still might be on Twitter. I don't know. I don't But, but he's still on YouTube. Right, he's still streaming. He's still making money. So he's still making money, and and he's able to touch that line a lot but never go over it. Right. And so he's smarter than him because because You're Milo. Right. You're right, And I think And I think like these people kind of understand that they need to always push boundaries. They've always got to keep pushing those boundaries or they're going to lose clicks. And that's just, that's something that's they it. can't yeah. deal with. And Milo never knew when to stop because he always wanted more, more, right. more, more, more. And so he just kept on going and being as hateful as he could. And that's too much, too fast, you burn out.
1: Yeah. You gotta, right. you gotta be a little more judicious. You've gotta, have, you've gotta have some fucking he it is he's one of those guys that understood the game, but not the rules. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And sorry, and other people do. Yeah. Other people understand the rules better than he does.
1: Yeah. And now he's interning for yeah. MTG. Best of luck. Fucking tool.
0: <laughs> Put them both in a room. There's three brains. There. <laughs> I cannot think of a less powerful
3: intellectual duo. <laughs> Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today in the sight of glory to bring together these two in blissful, eternal pleasure. In the good book, we know that glory is upon us when we go to the place of anointing. But there's even more. After each of these, may the congregation say the sacred word. When you pick almost any one item, you get 50% off. Can I get a glory? Glory. You get three free gifts. Glory. One for you, one for them, and one for y'all. Glory. And one, two, three, four, five, six free spicy movies. Glory. Okay. And did I mention the free shipping? Glory. Now the beautiful couple would like to read their vows. Adam. Why don't you go first? Your stature is like that of the palm, and your breasts like clusters of fruit. Okay. Your your breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle. Oh, that thou wert as my brother that sucked the breasts of my mother. When I should find thee without, I would kiss thee. Yeah, I should not be despised. Is that it? Kind of sussy at the end. Uh, All right, thanks, Adam. Quite the traditional um, uh, vows, and and now special and personal vows from Eve. My lover is to me a sachet of myrrh resting between my breasts. I am a wall, and my breasts like towers. Then was I in his eyes as one that found favor. These aren't the proof. Of- Blow on my garden, that its fragrance may spread abroad, and taste its choice fruits. Okay, well, it was different. Oh, and, and now we have a reading from Adam's best man. Yeah, a reading from a, a book. Adam, yeah, and yet you multiply your whoredoms and call into remembrance the days of your youth wherein you had played the harlot in the land of Egypt, for you doted upon their paramours whose flesh is as the flesh of asses and whose issue is like the issue of horses. Nice. Thus thou call'st to remembrance the lewdness of thy youth in bruising thy teeth by Egyptians for the paps of thy youth. Lovely. Now let's have a reading from Eve's sister and maid of honor. from that Turn the mic Hello? Oh, a reading from that book. And he stripped off his clothes also and prophesized before Samuel in like manner and lay down naked all that day and all that night. Wherefore they say, is Saul also among the prophets? Is that a question? Another reading. Our stepfather is old, and there is no man around here to give us children, as is the custom all over the earth. Let's get our stepfather to drink wine and then sleep well, well, with... Well, well, oh, no, no, no. Let's leave that for the uh, tube sites. Thank okay. you. Oh, okay. Uh, on to the main event. Here, Eve, hold this bouquet of dildos. Wow, dildos. That, yes, that's apparently. Do you, Adam, and do you, Eve, take and hold one another in glory... For as long as you shall have a website, what? You, I, I mean, together. You, you know what I mean. We do. And do you promise to offer all those things I mentioned before? We do. Then, by the state of PAWG, I now pronounce you. Mi- what? What's that sound? Why are you all snoring? What? What? What what what? 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 Yes, Ian, you fell asleep and we only been standing here for a couple <laughs> minutes. He made wedding parties. Shut up. Oh. Anyone... oh man, I just had this crazy anyone dream. Nobody cares about dreams, <laughs> Ian. Wait, wait, what are you doing with that bouquet <laughs> of dildos? Always a bride, me, never
1: a bride.
3: <laughs> Does anyone object? Yes! No, Gary. Listen up, bitch. That's <laughs> my Gary, stop. name. He doesn't even use code Glory at checkout. What? But I'm Eve the ham, of course. Stop, stop them! Stop! 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 bitch? Stop! Just yes. say I do. Just say, say, I say I do. do. Stop, Jim, Gary, I do. No! You'll never give you fifty percent off almost any one item. Gary, stop! Plus the free gifts. It doesn't matter. And the six free movies. Gary, what? Don't forget the free. shipping. Yeah, the free shipping too. Gary, stop! Fine. What was that about? No idea, Adam. I love you, Steve. Mm-hmm. And everyone said... Glory!
0: All right, okay.
4: What are we waiting for these guys? Hey, Whitey, where's your hat?
1: This story comes from CommonDreams.org. Two weeks after Uvalde's school massacre, Texas GOP vows ban
0: on taking kids to drag shows. Jesus Christ. This is, again, we talked a little bit about this yep. on our stream, but this is the um, always trying to shift the conversation away from things they don't want to talk about the yep. GOP, who doesn't want to talk about, they don't want to talk about guns. They want to blame it on something else. And and, and there's other stories in here where they're blaming everything. They blame anything they can but guns for those shoots.
1: Yep. Man, it, there, there's... There is a, uh, and it's a good tactic because, it, and I have to say, it's good because it's successful, yeah, right? I mean, right. I mean, I don't mean good in yeah, the no. sense of of like morally I mean, decent. Anyone who's ever heard not the show reprobate. believes right. that you. Meant yeah. That. So I just got to be, but th- there is an effective tactic that the right uses to constantly drum up some new battlefield in the culture war, yeah, right? And so the fucking drum that they're beating now, which is kind of astonishing, because this drum had sort of settled down for a long time but they're they're beating on the lgbt drum lgbtq drum more and more and again and again and now they've got this whole narrative around grooming which is just all this is is a um rehash and rebranding of the fucking late 90s bullshit that they played, where they were saying, like, all gay people are pedophiles. Yep. And they the ran this story for fucking thing. 15 yeah. years until it petered thing. out.
0: People forgot about it. And now it's and really, now, what's old is new.
1: Right. They're yeah. just all they did is rehash and rebrand the yeah. same bullshit, frequently now saying trans people are are, yes. but it doesn't yes. matter because it's also anyone in that LGBTQ sphere, yes. right? So Uvaldi happens and fucking 20 little kids and like two grown people are fucking senselessly murdered for no fucking reason at all. And it absolutely unequivocally did not have to happen. Like there are steps, measurable actionable steps, which could have been taken to prevent that and or reduce the amount of massacre that occurred. And instead of saying, man, that sounds like a priority we should have. Instead, they're trying to say, Let's stop. Let's, let's introduce a law so kids can't go to drag shows. As if lots of kids, first of all, as if like millions of
0: kids are at drag shows or like you don't take these a, drag shows have any harm. Do you, take, do you take like a field trip to a drag show? Right. No, I don't even understand. It's, it's a non-thing. I don't even understand it. It's one of these it's things. Nothing. It's one of those things that they create a law that no one was doing anyway. Right. You know, we were just like, nobody was doing that or if they did, who cares? It's a parent and their kids and they can go. You know, I I know conservative people that have gone to drag shows and absolutely loved it. They had a great time. They had a great time. Get like, the fuck out of like, here! What I don't understand is like, and the funny thing is, is those conservative people probably wouldn't approve. You know, if yeah, who, right. who fucking cares whether you approve me? But I'm still, you know what I mean when I say that right. approve of the lifestyle. They probably wouldn't. But they still have a fucking blast at the drag shows because those drag those drag queens have fucking pipes, baby. Yeah, and they're they can having sing a good time. A great fucking song and they can dance and they have a and they're entertaining, entertaining, and they have a fucking awesome time, an absolute awesome time. And then they just forget for a little while. Yeah, well, and it, it, it's
1: that you're exactly right. The, but the hypocrisy there is actually kind of important, I think, because what they're doing is they're it's sort of like the way that white culture has always been happy to appropriate black culture and still vilify black yeah, culture.
0: Absolutely. You yeah. know,
1: think about like the way that like white culture has stolen black music forever, yeah, forever, forever. Yeah, and sure. then vilified black music at the same time. Sure. White culture stole uh jazz, the blues, rock and roll. And then they vilify rap. all and rap and all they vilify uh, all of the elements. Blues. Yeah. Yeah all, yeah. all of it. And I, I think this is really no different. I think that the conservatives are more than happy to take the fruits of fruity labor. Yeah. Right? (laughs) While still, you know, vilifying the people who create it. Yeah. And this is really not any different, you know, like they're, they're more than happy to accept, you know, all of the um, artistic creation that comes from the LGBTQ community, you know, in the arts, in Hollywood, in music, et cetera. They're willing to go to the drag show. They're willing to buy the albums. They're willing to go see the movies. They're willing to, They'll take all that stuff and they're going to love it and enjoy it. And at the same time, they're going to fucking hate the people that
0: create it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. And I think, I think you know, like, like this is one of those things that, like we were saying, it doesn't have a, there's nobody, there's nobody that's doing this in such numbers that you would need a, a law for it anyway. Right. Also, it's none of your business. And no one's like, harmed. Like, one of the things is like, like there is so much. Digging into your bedroom, digging yeah. into your parenting style, digging into how you're when your kids identify each other. Right. Like, it's none of your fucking business, man. Like, why do I have to pretend I'm a libertarian for you? Right. You know, right. why do I right. have to do that? Yes. Shouldn't you be doing that? Shouldn't you be being like, like, where are all those fucking right leaning libertarians being like, this is bullshit. laws. we don't need these dumbass laws. You people are making too much laws. Where's that part of the party? They're yeah. nowhere to be seen. They're never around. Yeah. They're all like, we don't need a fire department, but we sure as fucking <laughs> drag shows. Like, yeah. like we need laws against drag shows. These people are the biggest fucking hypocrites. And every single time it gets pointed out, you know, they 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 don't even give a. They don't fucking care. They don't care. They fucking don't There's, care. Yeah,
1: they don't care. They 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 spin talk their way around all this nonsense. It's like when it comes to something like like guns, which just demonstrably cost lives. Like yeah. we just, there's no, there's literally no question about whether or not a gun. Here, here's a question for you, Cecil. Should you bring a knife to a gunfight? <laughs> I and, don't know the answer to that. and if the answer yeah. is like, well, that, that is a oh, chin no, scratcher. No. Oh no, no. You're an asshole. How big's the room? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> Are we both coated in grease? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it's like there, there's a the saying is you don't bring a knife to a gunfight because we recognize yeah. the efficiency we recognize, of guns. Yeah, you recognize the supremacy of one of the weapons. right. Yeah. So like, uh, but and we know this stuff, and they're not solving that problem on purpose. Yeah. And when you that comes up, what they say is we have to, you know, we really need to uh, enforce the laws that are on the books. And I want to be like, all right, well, if that were the answer, why aren't you enforcing those laws? Yeah. Who's in charge? You guys are. Look around Texas. All you motherfuckers yeah. are the ones in charge. Yeah. yeah. Well, so if that's the answer, why didn't you solve
0: the problem? It's not the answer, because then one of them will get up and say, well, none of those laws that they have, none of those laws that they're going to say are going to help. None of those right. things are going to help. It's all bullshit. It's all yeah. both sides and of their right. mouth. All it is is they just, want to, they just want to keep you talking so that you'll forget about it eventually. Right. So that eventually those those coffins and that ground, that overturned ground is going to get cold yep. and nobody's going to talk about them. I mean, Did it, you see Matthew McConaughey? I
1: didn't see it. I uh, heard about it.
0: I mean, he's talking about... Because he's, he's from Uvalde, right? And, yeah. and, and, and he's talking about specifically talking about like the only way they could identify one of the girls was from her shoes. Oh my god. And like I mean that's what he's talking about. It's just this awful shitty, oh. you know, and he's and he's emotional and it's it's sad to watch because the mom is like right there. And she's got the the baby shoes on her. You know what I mean? Like nah, it's like man. these people have been murdered and nobody cares, man. And when I don't want to say nobody. I mean any Republican.
1: Man, I read a I read a an op-ed uh I don't know a week or two ago. Um, and it really made an interesting point. I don't know exactly how I feel about it, but I'll I'll share it. And it was like, you know, maybe the pictures of the, maybe the pictures of these bodies should be made public. Yeah. In the same way that, um,
0: Yeah, I know what you're going
1: to say. Emmett Till's body was made public, and it spurred a cultural outrage, and it spurred a cultural moment. It gets people viscerally, gets people, you know? We, you know, when, when W invaded Iraq, He didn't allow any of the bodies of the soldiers who were killed in combat to be seen. He didn't allow any any of the caskets to be seen as they were getting loaded off of airplanes, et cetera. He hid the horror of war from the American people intentionally in order to create and maintain a false patriotism. And I think that as horrible as it is, maybe we need to think about showing these children that have been massacred and like forcing ourselves to see what happens to a body when it's hit by a high energy two, two, three round. Yeah. Because, you know, remember when we were in Michigan and like that guy, so my, my uncle has land up in Michigan. Cecil and I have gone up there many years, many years. We used to go up there and we go shoot clay pigeons and the neighbors are a fucking total lunatic. And every year that we'd go up there, this fucking neighbor would come over and he'd be drunk as a skunk and he'd like ride over on like a four-wheeler. And he rode over one time and he had his uh, assault rifle. I don't know what kind. It was an AR-style assault rifle. And we had set out... um, And I don't remember if this was you or or my buddy Jacob. It was Jacob. But we had had set out these plinking targets and they were made of... um, like a like quarter like, inch yeah, plate they're steel. Thick, they're steel. You yeah. use them to
0: when you shoot them with a nine millimeter or a forty-five caliber bullet, they spin. They spin around. Yep. And they get a little dent.
1: And so, you know, we shoot these things with a handgun and then they, you know, they'd, they'd spin around and they'd make a sound and you knew you hit it. Um, and they were they were fun to sort of plink at or to target practice at. And so this guy comes tearing down and he's got this assault rifle. And, you know, he's like, ah, oh, and he's drunk as a skunk. And he, he loads this thing up and he starts shooting my plate steel targets that I've been shooting all day long with, you know, like you said, 45, nine millimeter rounds, regular handgun rounds. Yeah.
0: Um, and they just bored holes. Yeah. You, you would first, you, bored you, said, holes. you said to me, you said, I thought he missed. Yeah. I thought it he missed. It didn't he even didn't spin. Miss. It didn't even spin. You yeah. walked up and he just bored holes it, right through the, the sheet metal. Yeah. It's, I mean,
1: these are, these are incredibly impressive high energy rounds yeah. that these guns shoot. And they're, they're not, these are not the same thing as you know, like what's fired out of your fucking
0: Glock. And I want to add, I have friends too who have some, some guns that feel like long guns that run off pistol ammo. So they make yeah. these new guns that you can, that are that are very much look like a, they don't look like an AK-47, but they look like some sort of an assault rifle, right? Sure, right. They're long guns. They have, this This friend of mine had like holographic sights on it. So you could, you couldn't, you literally couldn't could not miss the gun. Yeah. It was unbelievable, and I remember shooting it and thinking, "This gun is so amazing." And I asked him, and he's like, "Yeah, it's nine millimeter ammo." I would even be okay with something like that, right? Over this Over stuff. Over this stuff that they're shooting with this, you know, this these these giant rounds that can, like you say, go right through anything. I mean, there's nothing that's going to save you. Go yeah. through a fucking brick wall. Well, I remember, I remember going again.
1: Same thing of, of my uncle's land. we'd you you shoot through. We we shoot this like uh, old beat up yeah. trailer, yeah, and it would go right through a refrigerator. Yeah, it would just go right through a refrigerator, like the refrigerator wasn't there. Yeah, and these are being used on regular unarmed people. Yeah, like just regular
0: kid, like a fucking kid in a fourth grade classroom. I don't know what you need. or somebody at a dance club. I don't know what you need that gun. You don't need it for anything, I know man. What you need that gun, for, other than just to have that gun, right? And I want to talk about one thing I hear a lot is I'll hear from people on the far left that will make this argument over and over. And I'm willing to, I am willing to listen. You know me, I'm always willing to listen, right? They talk about, look, there's people in vulnerable communities that need these guns to protect themselves. And that's the, that's the comment that they make. Right. I've heard that. And and I'm sympathetic to people in vulnerable communities. But what I want you to do is I want you to show me one time in history where they use those guns to protect them. And there wasn't Way more force applied to them right afterwards. Okay, I want to jump in here real quick. In the next two minutes, I'm going to make two mistakes, and I wanted to get ahead of them. I have no real way to edit these, so I'm just going to say it right now. Uh, I mentioned Baltimore. I mean Philadelphia. I'm talking about the move bombing. You can look that up. Uh, Also, I say Fred Thompson. I mean Fred Hampton, but I had Thompson on the brain because Bernie Thompson, we had just watched two hours of footage uh, from the January 6th commission and Bernie Thompson was one of the Congress people. So that's why I said it. Uh, my, it was late and I was coming off surgery. So just so you know, those are two mistakes that I just made. So back in. Right. Because you can point to the people who were in Baltimore who hold themselves up in their place with their guns, trying to keep the, the police out. And then they dropped a bomb on their place and blew them up. Look at what happened in Waco. Look at what happened, you know, like Ruby like, Ridge. Fucking look, the amount of guns you have didn't save Fred Thompson. Right. Right? Like that guy was killed. He was murdered in his in his room in Chicago. And it didn't matter how many guns he had. Right. And you know, so what I want to know is like, you say these guns can save these people. You say these guns are useful, but what I say is not against a fascist state, they're not. And the moment what's going to happen is, is they're going to, sh- they're going to show one bit of, of power outwards, and then they're just going to receive so much damage yeah. afterwards that they're going to either be eradicated or they're never going to want to pick up guns again because so many of them will be b- murdered.
1: Yeah. I, I think that the, I've looked this up because I've heard that argument so many times and I have, I have not found any instances where any data actually shows that those guns make people any safer. They don't, guns don't make anybody safer. Nobody is safer because of guns. A gun in your house does not make you safer. Guns do not prevent violent crime. I know we got a message from a listener um, that lives in a a community and he feels vulnerable in his community because it's a high crime neighborhood. But the thing is that even in high crime neighborhoods, you having a gun does not make you less likely to be injured. It doesn't. Like the data is clear. There's a ton of data on it. So like, it's something that makes you feel safer and i want to i want to be clear i'm sympathetic to the need to feel safe i don't i get to wake up and feel safe yeah i just and i know that i just get to wake up and i just get to feel safe so fuck me for saying it but i am also saying that i've in good faith i have looked this up and yeah. the data is
0: super overwhelmingly clear guns make us less safe and i want to say too when i talk about giving up guns I talk about everybody giving everybody guns. me. I'm not, talking everybody. About, I'm not talking about like, like, just the leftists give up their right. guns, right? And not just ARs. And not just ARs. I'm talking about like right. when we talk about getting rid of guns. I'm saying get rid of the guns, and the guns are gone, and that's a crime now to have that gun, right? And that is a serious crime to have that gun. So you better make sure that it gets in that buyback program because if it doesn't and you can't account for it, you're going to fucking prison. Yep. And what at also does is it takes the guns out of the police officers hands because look all around the world there's only small forces of people with police with guns in those countries that can do the things that they that they do on our in our country the people the, the people with guns the police officers with guns in our country literally have they can do whatever they want to you. And they can they can just hide behind the fact that they were afraid. Yep. And they can do that all the time. If you take those guns away, though, their guns aren't necessary. And I also feel like they shouldn't have them. And we shouldn't be take we should be taking those guns away from them. Yeah. And that process will take time. Yeah. Like that's not an but overnight. I, but process. I do think that's the end goal. That is. I right. don't think that we should just be like, well, I'll just get rid of my guns and I'm just I and that's it. Like, no, that's not what I think. I think. People, like the entire United States should move toward getting rid of all the guns.
1: Right. Period. All of them. Dude, I I couldn't agree more. Like absolutely just there should not be civilian ownership. And the thing is, like, we're already at a place where like it or not, and I get that the answer is often not. I get that. But the reality is that you are already wildly outgunned. Yeah. That's it. To your you you are already and that's a, that ship
0: is sailed. They have a phone and a radio, man. Right.
1: There's gonna be there's more a, people. There's more than you. There's more of them. They're better organized, they're better trained, and they're better armed. That's already done. That yeah. is done. So the solution is to is to is to change our cultural elements to get rid of guns from, you know, if the police shoot somebody now. They always can say, to your point, I was afraid. He, I thought he was reaching yeah. for a gun. I thought he had a gun in the mail, in the glove box. Yeah. I thought he had a gun. But when there's no guns on the streets, when that narrative yeah. has not been what true for now? 10, 15, yeah. 20 years, then when that cop shoots somebody, yeah. he goes to prison because that's no longer a viable defense. He
0: doesn't even have a gun at that point. Right. But I mean, yeah. that will take time. Yeah. But, I also but that's think, think, how like, we get like there. At that point, you don't even have a gun. You go, right. and like, okay, well, everywhere else in the world that doesn't have guns, the cops don't have guns. Okay, cool. Right. We don't have guns either.
1: And, yeah. and there's 300 and there are more guns in America than there are people. Yeah. There are more fucking guns in America than there are people. And the government has, nobody has any idea who has any. No. So you've got to make it to your point. If we're going to do it, you've got to have a buyback program. And then you've got to have a very strict, if it turns out you have a gun and you are not for whatever reason, like if you don't have the special, nobody gets one license, right. Then like, that's it. It's jail time. Yeah. It's a, it's fucking you jail. Turn time. It in,
0: you turn it into something really, really bad where like that and it, and you're right, it doesn't you can't go do it overnight. But eventually you'll, you'll see you'll start seeing all those different gun deaths that happen because of suicide, because of yes. you know, accidents it's means reduction. and then also just people getting shot, etc. All that stuff starts going down. It's just gonna start going down and it'll just keep going down more and more and more. You just make it a little more difficult time and time and time, it'll take care of it.
3: Yep.
4: I'll guarantee you'll never be a member here. Remember, are you kidding? You think I'd join this crummy snobatorium? But this whole place sucks. That's right, it sucks. Only reason I'm here is maybe I'll buy it. Buy, Bushwood? This <laughs> so
1: story story's from Bonkers Right Wing Watch. Lauren Whitsky says Uvalde's shooting was a federal operation to prevent Hispanics from supporting the GOP.
0: That feels 100% like a Mad Lib. I, I mean, that, yes, it 100% does. feels like a Mad yeah. Lib. Yeah. Oh, man. It so does. So this was the show, or this was the partner of Milo for a little while. Oh, it was. You're right. right. Lauren Witsky who was also on those. She took over when... Rick Wiles got COVID for a little while. That's right. So That's right. I love this image behind them. If you can't see, oh you can't God. see this if you're listening. Oh my They God. currently Look have this like, thing. like really badly photoshopped a uh, Robocop kind of face on someone. And I don't even know who they're trying to show I don't know show. either, but
1: it looks insane. And try- it looks so MS Paint. It looks terrible. It looks so cheap. Right. It's like something Ian would do. It really looks bad.
0: <laughs> All right. So here we go. I'm going to play this.
4: Okay, so, of course, I think about the conspiracy behind all of it. I'm like, okay, why? What do they gain from this? Besides the gun control push. Yeah. But also.
0: But it literally, like, you say that, but it, there's never, like, there's a gun control push, but nothing happens. Nothing happens. No,
1: Nobody should be worried. Like, our fucking pipe dream, we're going to get 100 emails. Guys, no one's going to take your guns. Yeah. It's like, if you're worried about that, you could fucking feel free yeah. to go outside us, and
0: shoot your guns. Us talking about it is never going to change yeah, like, anybody's mind. Cecil and us, and I don't matter. Us talking about it is as effective as anybody else in the country talking about right. it. It means it doesn't fucking matter and nothing's going to happen. here's how much it doesn't matter. With the fucking president,
1: we are less influential than the president of the United States. He went up there and was like, enough is enough. Yeah. Nothing will happen. Yeah, nothing. Literally nothing. Nothing's going to happen. I do have to say, though, I love when somebody starts off Cecil with, you got to think about the conspiracy elements. Yeah. And it's like,
0: oh, yeah, you certainly do. You do, do. You fucking I loon. Do. And it's crazy, too, because these people, this is a person who's literally peddling a conspiracy, has somebody next to him that is going to nod along. But then you just think about all the people that are listening and they are 100 percent right behind this. Kid. Oh, yeah. They, they are going to eat it up. Yep.
4: Hispanics are starting to vote. Republican Uh, Republican and conservative. They specifically targeted a a school in an area that is majority Hispanic. It's essentially Mexico, is what it is.
1: It's essentially Mexico. Wolf. Wow. Yikes. Wow. Yikes. Wow. Harlem is essentially part of Africa. What? Right? What? What's happening? What? I don't even know. Holy shit.
4: And they went specifically for a Hispanic district, uh, murdered 19, um, of course, if this was like, you know, a false flag or he yeah. was MK MKUltra. Uh,
0: MKUltra! The- isn't that when they gave people like, it's from the fucking 60s when they get like, we did a fucking citation needed yeah. on this. Wasn't That's when they like gave LSD people LSD. Yeah. What does that have to do with,
1: not, well, I, it, it, there's a resurgence in the conspiracy circles yeah. of MK Ultra as part of a mind control experiment oh my God, that's back. Are you serious? I'm it's totally back. It's part of the oh God, it's part it. of the new revoir of conspiracy. I quit it all <sighs> J.FK. Jr. was actually a big part of that. he's coming back. He's going to be big. He's getting a he's lot of the lacing, attention he deserves. He's
0: lacing all the all the water <laughs> down there with <laughs> with uh, with LSD. Fuck. amazing.
4: There was a reason behind this because, you know, they're watching as those Hispanics are starting to lean more conservative. And these people are crazy. Midterms are coming up and there's no limit to how far they'll go. Oh, sure. sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you think it up and you say it out loud, there's no limit to how far they'll go. I mean, I just made it up. So.
1: And I love I love how they're so conveniently focusing on the Uvalde shooting and ignoring the racial dynamics of the Buffalo shooting the fucking week before. like the
0: week before. Literally, a week before. Was that a false flag too? Yeah, it's a
1: false... It's a different false flag. It's uh, MK Ultra Ultra Plus. Uh, This is actually part of an OPEC Plus. Totally different. Get the fucking...
4: No limit to how far they'll go to change the public narrative um, on things. And, you know, so I think there was. What, what's
0: the, poll on, what's the public narrative? That someone can walk into a school and shoot people to death and they get, and they, essentially nothing happens because of that? Is that what the public narrative is? Because that's still fucking fine. I, well, the thing is too, so here's what you've got. I just, this
1: just occurred to me. Here's what you got to believe. That the Democrats are recruiting a murderer to shoot Hispanics so the Hispanics will vote for Democrats because the Democrats are still the only ones who will do anything about massacres. (laughs) Wouldn't wouldn't a good alternative
0: be to also do something something about about massacres? Maybe just be proactive about the massacres. Like, wouldn't it be nice if I was like, you know what, I'm going to take that
1: card from you and I'm going to be the one that solves the massacres of the innocents problem. Here's the
0: thing. Here's the other thing that doesn't make any sense. You're saying it's a false flag, right? You're saying, like, it's a false flag. Nobody actually died. But, like, we say that murder is a bad thing, right? right? So, whether it happened or not, whether it was fake right. or not, it's still, we could, even if it was just a theoretical school shooting, shouldn't we not have any school shootings yeah, at all? Right.
1: Look, if, if, if I said, all right, I'm going to murder. 20 children in a school for X, Y, or Z reason. And I'm able to do that. And then the result, the political result is that people make it harder for that to ever happen again. That's a net good. Yeah. Because like, I sh- it should be impossible
0: for me to perform that because false flag. You can't do this false flag in Australia. If it's not happening now, like you say, it's not happening right. now. It's a fake thing. Right. And then we make a law for it. To double plus not happen. What really happened? Yeah. What actually happened? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing changed. Dude, yeah. yeah. I guess the worst is that you can't go out with your buddies on the weekend and shoot holes through quarter inch quarter steel. inch plate steel. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> who like to shoot groundhogs.
4: <laughs> Faceted. Of course, it was a federal operation in, court, in order to implement gun control. Now, even the GOP is fighting for it. Oh, sure, Fox sure. News yeah. is calling for it. Not one inch. Do not give them one inch because they'll take the whole thing. Yeah. That's all real- I
0: got is one yeah. inch. Look, do not give them a single inch of ground to dig more graves. Whatever you do, oh don't give them a single inch of that ground.
1: Don't you don't just- give them an inch because those kids were about to hit a growth spurt and yeah. they'll take. But, you know, yeah, that's not 40- happening anymore. Right.
4: One inch because they'll take the whole thing it is Kelly, now. Right. and I know it's very sad, and I know it's awful, but also like, why is it
0: sad? Is it's wor- a fucking, it's made up. If it's made up, it's not sad. Well, no, I don't. I think that I think when they're saying
1: false flag in this respect, I think they're saying that the murders happened, but that it wasn't some random person that did it. It was the Democrats who recruited a murderer to murder kids specifically to achieve a result. So I think they're saying that the murders did happen. But the flag or the the person, you know, it was it was done by the Democrats. The Democrats arranged for these murders. That's I think what's being said. Not that it didn't happen. I know, man. I know that slow dead blink.
0: I know. I don't even I I, I can't I'm even sorry, anymore. Dude. I, I just can't I'm even. I'm sorry, man. These people are the stupidest I'm so sorry. people in the world. I know. And then they keep on spreading these lies and 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 all they're doing. Is just trying to protect their little feelings. Just trying to protect their little tiny like like I'm not wrong. Yeah, you right. You know, it's it's. I mean, are you willing to to week after week after week see little kid sized coffins just to not be wrong? And the answer is yes. Yeah, the answer 100%. is yes. Yeah, yeah, and
1: and like like never let this pass by. They're doing this so they specifically don't lose a job. Yeah. So that, because this always comes down to one person. Yep, yep. This is not about principles or party. Like when somebody is afraid that they won't get reelected, they are afraid that they will lose their job. If somebody said to me, Tom, we're going to, you're either fired or I'm going to shoot a baby.
0: I'd be like, fucking I'm fired. Let me get my shit or don't let me get my shit. I don't yeah. care. Actually, I could burn it all down. I don't right. need it. I I'm don't out. anything in my desk. If somebody
1: like for real, yeah. it's, it's like, it's such an easy moral question. Yeah. When these guys are saying, look, I can't take action because I won't get reelected. What they're saying is, I'm unwilling to lose my job to save lives. Yeah. yeah that's a, that's time. It's just every one dude's time. job. And these guys are, it's not like, yeah. it's not like they're guaranteed this job for life. You don't have fucking tenure you know, in Congress. The is, they could lose their job just because they didn't get elected. Any of so these it's guys, even more capricious. Any
0: of these guys could could easily flip sides and then probably still win their district. Yeah. They could easily do this one thing and probably still win their district. Afterwards. Probably. Probably still win but their like, district. Even if they didn't
1: and they got to do the right thing once yeah. and then they were like, yeah, you know what? Then, But
0: I'm going to go back to the job I had before suddenly, I was in Congress. Suddenly it sounds like a conspiracy when you say a, a, a GOP person is going to do the right thing once. Yeah, right. That's never going to happen. sounds like a conspiracy when you say It's not it going like to happen. Yeah. MK Ultra. MK Ultra. MK Double Ultra. Double, double plus special ultras. <laughs> So we would normally read our patron bit now in some email, but Tom and I ran a little long tonight. We recorded for like three and a half straight hours. So we're both beat and we both want to take it off and uh, go do something else for a little while. But (laughs) here's the thing. You didn't hear your name this week. Maybe you're a patron. You didn't hear your name this week. Maybe you're waiting for your email. Maybe you're waiting for your voicemail. But here's what I'm going to tell you to do. Go listen to Dear Old Dads. Aww. Tom's new podcast, and he has two other guys. I don't even know their names. They don't count. They don't Eli, know, Thomas I mean, Smith. You've even, never heard of they're them. They're not even part, really part. They're, this is, they're this is the Tom show. they This is the Tom show with nobodies. Eli. So, <laughs> so go check it out, though. It's doing really well. Uh, Tom and Thomas and Eli snagged the number one spot what? in For like, like an hour. <laughs> with an explicit podcast. We and did. And that is worth a listen, guys. <laughs> That's worth a listen. So go check it out. People that aren't that aren't, par- that aren't parents that, you know, had dads enjoy the show. They're like, yeah, I'm not even. We are getting even, feedback
1: that like people that aren't, aren't dads are
0: like, yeah, it's good for me to think yeah, about my own parents. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's really, it's, it's guys telling stories. Then you like them all. So go check it out. Go listen to their new show. Go become a patron. Enjoy their patron content. Just have a good time. Uh, want to thank uh scathing atheists for having us on no illusions uh heath and eli they uh, we actually had an interview with noah on the latest scathing atheist you can check it out it's called the grand unified edition it just released last thursday check it out we want to thank them for having us on and for helping promote the book the grand unified theory of bullshit which you can buy from our website if you go to DissonancePod.com, you can buy the book right now uh you can buy it on amazon from you know from the kindle to all the different print versions on Amazon, or you can buy the audio book from us directly. Um, we mentioned it earlier in the show, but go check out the live stream that we did. We did a two full hour live stream this week. We did. We check it out on YouTube and on Twitch. Hopefully, fingers crossed, it's still there that they didn't take it down because we stole NPR's content. Don't tell NPR. <laughs> do not tell Robert Siegel on me. Okay. Whatever you Nita do. Nita Totenberg is going to kick my ass. Tell What's that woman who did Fresh Air? or not? Terry was, Gross. Terry, Terry, Terry Gross. Grons. Yeah. Don't tell her on me. I'd love to. Wouldn't you love to be interviewed by Terry? I Harris? would
1: love to. You know I'm still ma- I'm still mad that the show Odyssey with Gretchen Helfrich Gretchen was taken. Gretchen Helfrich, she was that so was good. That was my favorite show was so NPR good. ever produced. It was such a good show. I was so, and I I I remember when they took it off I I fucking emailed NPR and they said those archives will always be available and on our way- and they're not. They're not. And they are some of the best Those are some of the best things I've ever listened to. So I
0: don't feel bad about taking NPR's content tonight. I I forgot about Gretchen.
1: I've got more fucking tote bags and fucking tumblers. I forgot about Gretchen.
0: That's for you, Gretchen. I took that. I took their content for you, Gretchen. (laughs) All right. We're going to leave you like we always do with the skeptics creed.
2: Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit.